if you can imagine with me that a person who had no clue about car don't even know how to drive the car and he bought a car and he chose so exciting about having a brand new car so he has a party invite the people come to his house and show this new car this car brand new see the paint outside it's really smooth the color is just perfect here the dashboard did you see all of this mirror digital see all this color you know it's just beautiful did you see the seat it's leather when you sit down you can feel oh feels so good and he's just so happy so every day when he uses the car he pushes the car because he doesn't know how to drive it he doesn't know the car has the engine in there so every day he pushes the car to supermarket and shopping and put on the grocery in the car and then he pushes the car home and then when he go to work he push the car to work and when he want to go home he push the car home every day like that and then he thinking man it's really tough to have the car and he begin to get depressed why should i have the car and i have to spend all this time and energy just to push it so one day his friend come to him and say hey friend Do you know there is an engine in this car? Do you know how to drive this car? I said, no. Do you know if you turn the key, the ignition, the car will be vroom. The engine, you know, will start. And you know, if you know how to drive it, when you put it in gear, and the car will move. So his friend teach him how to turn on the ignition and how to drive the car. From this point on, he just so happy because he just get in the car, turn on the engine, vroom, put in gear, and the car move. And then he begin to think about it. Why nobody telling him about how to drive the car, how to turn on the engine? and why he had to go through the process having a new car but just so tired every day just push the car so the same thing ladies and gentlemen the life of many children of god don't know how to be filled with the holy spirit so life even though you believe in the christ but your life is just so burned and so heavy it's just like every day you have god you have the holy spirit but look like you push the car every day very very tired tired the bible in the book of ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 to 18 therefore consider carefully how you live not as unwise but as wise taking advantage of every opportunity because the day are evil for this reason do not be foolish 
but be wise by understanding what the Lord's will is, and do not get drunk with wine, but which is debauchery, but be filled by the Holy Spirit. So this morning, I want to share with you how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So you have God, you believe in Christ, you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit, but your everyday life just like, hopefully it's not like pushing the car. Okay, let's pray. Honored Father, we thank you very much for being here to share the message, be filled with the Holy Spirit. I pray the Holy Spirit in me to share the message only from your word and your word alone. So I pray the Holy Spirit in each one of these persons in this room or on the internet through live stream. The Holy Spirit teach them so they know how and exercise the power of the Holy Spirit so their life can be joyful, to be plenty, and be blessing. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Three things I want to share with you. You need to understand the reason to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you need to understand the requirements of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you can look at the results of being filled with the Holy Spirit. So I go point by point. Number one, the reason to be filled with the Holy Spirit the reason you need to know, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because you are obedient to the Lord. Listen to the word. Do not get drunk with wine, but which is debauchery, but be filled by the Holy Spirit. When you read this message or you read this Bible verse, this is not a suggestion, but this is a command. And the Bible also talking about you knowing but you're not doing is a sin. In the book of James, chapter 4, verse 17. So knowing, the Bible said, this is the command. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you know it, but you did exercise it, the Bible said, it's a sin. So... It must be each one a person when you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord, your Savior, you know you have salvation, you know you have eternal life. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And when you read this verse in um, Greek language, it's in the present tense. It's continuous, uh, passive continuous, passive mode, uh, continuous. It means it had to be at the present tense and it continue and because it's in passive, passive tense, it means you have to take action and God or the Holy Spirit wait for you to take the first step so he can be filled with you with the Holy Spirit. And when you take that action or the first, it means your wish, your hope, your desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit and God or the Holy Spirit will fill it. Apostle John, if you study, reminding us we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to serve God in the church. Many churches, past and present, 
have fallen short when God's children not being filled of the Holy Spirit. And if they're not filled of the Holy Spirit, they would serve according to their own strength, their personal strength. If you do it with your own personal strength for a while, maybe initially it's okay, but for a while you'll be so tired. So that reason why by obedience you have to be filled of the Holy Spirit. Second reason, this obligation, okay, because you have to, when you need God's power to fill you with the Holy Spirit, remember the Bible talking about your obligation, and there are five obligations you need to understand. Because when you understand the reason and obligation, it's easy for you to make commitment to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Number, the first obligation, you need to be filled of the Holy Spirit in your worship life. The true worship, we worship in Father, the Father in spirit and truth. This is in John chapter 4, verse 23. When you study New Testament, uh, the, uh, Jesus Christ said, you are, it means your heart, is a temple of God. Because of the temple of God, so when you travel, you go anywhere, that temple with you. So you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, so you can be, you can worship God in uh, faith and in truth, in to worship Him. And that the Bible said. And the second obligation to be filled with the Holy Spirit in your marriage life. When you study about marriage, husband and wife, especially in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25, it's talking about wife, submit to your husband as the Lord. It's difficult, but if you're not filled up the Holy Spirit, you sometimes it's difficult to submit to the husband as to God or to Christ, to the Lord. But listen to verse 25. It's talking about husband. Love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Gave himself to her. It's very, very difficult in marriage, especially today. But if you feel of the Holy Spirit, you cannot do this statement. of very, very difficult for the wife to submit to the husband and submit to the Lord. And it's very, very tough for the husband love, you know, the wife, just as Christ loved the church, gave himself to her. And you know, when Christ come to earth, he died for the church or to each one of us. So he had to die on the cross. So the reality to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the husband has to love the wife and pay a lot of attention to her, or even dying on the cross because of her. So the husband earned the respect or the submit from the wife. So it's a two-way. Love is just not one way, but both ways. But you, if you study in the book Ephesians, the statement for the husband is very, very long. 
the statement for the wife to submit the, to the husband is only a few verses. So very much the responsibility to hold the marriage together. The man in the house or husband had to be the center or, or, or the anchor of the family. He loved God, he loved Christ, and he loved his wife as Christ loved the church. And because of that, wife submit to the husband. The love per definition for the wife with the husband to the husband. And you need to be filled of the Holy Spirit in the work life. When you start, continue to study the book of Ephesians, when you get to chapter 6, verse 5, say, slave, today it's just a servant or the worker. Obey your earthly master with respect and fear and with sincerity of heart, just as you would obey Christ. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit to, to do this because very, very difficult. Very, very, as a worker, one thing you have to do, okay, with respect, treat your boss with the respect. And the Bible, another passage is talking about, yes, you can express your opinion, your ideas, but remember, he's still your boss. Treat him with the respect. Don't ever talk bad of your boss in front uh, you know, with your associate, with other people who are not there. Always respect him in the meeting, respect him when he's not even there. Okay? You can have something you don't like your boss, keep to yourself and go home and talk alone or whatever. Respect with him there or not there. And the key here, not with sincerity of heart, just like you obey Christ. Very, very difficult to do this. Okay? And number four, need to be filled of the Holy Spirit in your life. I call this war life. And when you study up to verse 12, chapter 6, Ephesians, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the ruler, against authorities, against the power of this dark world, against the spiritual force of evil in the heavenly realms. So sometimes there is a conflict. You don't understand the reason why. Maybe because we dealing with the spiritual realm. Okay? And the Bible also talking about like the devil, lion, circle around you and wait for you to open something or open the gate so he can attack you. So to be filled up the Holy Spirit in your wall life, in your life. Uh, so at least when the people make the comment to you, if you feel the Holy Spirit, you can see through it and be cool and calm and let the person express and try to understand that person. Okay? And hopefully you can reconcile the different ideas and different argument. 
okay, in the marriage life, husband and wife, among your friends. But if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, sometimes the people gather and talk, they may talk about something else, but you, you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you may thinking they talk about you, and then you get angry, and you hone in in you, and eventually, someday, there's a trigger, and you explode. And so many times as a pastor, I have to do a lot of counseling because it's just some minute issue. I'm not quite sure how in the world it can get into the brain of the people and it impacts the will and become the emotion and action. So we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit every day in our life because the attack not just from people, but from the Bible said, from the power of dark world against, and you are against the spiritual force in the heavenly realm. Ephesians chapter 6, 12. And, and the obligation number 5, you need to be filled of the Holy Spirit in your witness life. Okay? When you get to verse 19, whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. So you study the Bible, you understand the gospel, you understand who is Jesus Christ and what he do, uh, you know, on earth. That's the gospel. And you understand grace is a free gift. Heaven is a free gift. You understand man is a sinner, not only from our thinking, our action, our Okay, nobody knows, but he knows. And you understand God is love, so he always wants to save the sinner. And once upon a time, I and you honor us a sinner, but by grace of God, through Jesus Christ, down the cross because of our sin. And the Bible said, by believing him, by faith, we believe in him, we have everlasting life. That, that the can say like the very, very basic, the nutshell of the gospel. You know that. Okay? So when you feel the Holy Spirit and what you learn from the Bible, your meditation, and when you meet the people, and suddenly the Lord will open the way. And when it opens the way, you share the gospel. So every day before I get out of the house, I have few words. I can meditate in my mind. If the people come to me and say, oh, I have a bad day, and the word bad day is a trigger word for share the gospel. And some people come to me and say, oh, you know, something happened, they depress. The word of depress would trigger for me to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because through the power of the Holy Spirit, he would put the word in you, the right word in you. So you can fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. A lot of people out there that have no peace. Their life, they struggle. Okay? Yesterday we had the funeral of one of our beloved church member. Okay? And a lot of sad people. And a lot of people come to the funeral. Basically, they are broken. They're not believing in Christ. And they don't know what would happen to them someday. 
So when I saw them, when I listened to them, when I talk about the impression, uh, the memory about our church member, and it just by the Holy Spirit, I'm supposed to share the message, supposed to be prepared, I just go ahead and share the gospel because God provides opportunity and a lot of people pray and come to the Lord. Okay? And the reason we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because the opportunity God may provide. When you study in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16, making the most of every opportunities, opportunity because the days are evil. So when the Bible is talking about opportunity, he talk in, uh, it's talking about to share the gospel. It means witnessing. Each one of us have the story how we come to Christ. And we have on the basic Bible verse on the gospel. When opportunity comes, you have to share the gospel because the day are evil. Basically, a lot of people you meet probably one time and you've never seen this person again. Just for the last, from beginning of the, uh, the year, from January to the end of February, I went to the funeral of the young people, 28 years old, and the lady, 51 years old. And I praise the Lord that yesterday, our funeral, the church member, he 92 years old, he had full life. But again, some young people out there, and you don't know. Okay? So if the opportunity comes, just share the gospel. By talking to them, you understand their challenge, their struggle, and just use the gospel to help them. So that opportunity, that reason why Ephesians chapter 5, 16, talking about making the most of every opportunity because days are evil. If we wait for the good days, there is no such thing as a good day. Okay? Some people say, I like sunshine. And a lot of people complain about sunshine, but it's just too hot. We go through a couple of weeks, like a 48 degrees, 37 degrees, some cold weather, and we complain, man, it's just too cold. Yesterday, the temperature is 78, and we say, man, it's just too hot. <laughs> so no day is a good day. Okay? Rain or shine, cloudy or not cloudy, snow or not snow. We don't have snow. It's opportunity. Okay? John 15, verse 5, talking about because a part of me, you accomplish nothing. So basically, in John 15, verse 5, it's talking about you have to feel the Holy Spirit and then you will be accomplished something. But lacking of the Holy be filled of the Holy Spirit, if lacking of it, you, based on John 15, verse 5, you would accomplish nothing. So, the reason we had to be filled with the Holy Spirit 
okay, because we obedience to God's word, because the obligation, five obligation I already uh, list to you in your married life, uh, your work life, your regular life, and I call it war life, witness life, okay, and the third reason, because opportunity that provide. Now, second point, now we know the reason why. Hopefully, you agree with me based on the biblical principle I just list. Now, the requirement for being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible talks very, very clear. Number one, we need to bow to Him with full surrender. So, basically, talking about completely commitment. So you can come to the Lord and praise, yes, by faith, I want to be filled of the Holy Spirit. So my worship life alone, uh, family worship, or just worship, I be filled of the Holy Spirit. And, and you at work and say, yes, I make fully commitment uh, to surrender myself completely so I can be filled with the Holy Spirit so my work life would be better for any situation, any struggle, any trial I face, I feel completely at peace and the glory belongs to Him. John chapter 16 verse 8 And when He comes, it means the Holy Spirit, he will prove to the world wrong concerning sin and righteous and judgment. So we deal with a lot of issues out there at work. Okay, some of you supervisor, you deal with a lot of workers, and sometimes it's a challenge. Some of you in school, yes, yeah, sometimes you have good teacher, sometimes you have not pleasing teacher. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Some of you probably will accept the job very soon. You deal with something new. That's the struggle. And the Bible said you have to be completely committed to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because He will provide or give you something that's not quite right. He raised the flag and you can be recognized. Okay? Maybe need to stop. And maybe talk with the boss with respect to offer your opinion, your idea with respect. So it can be resolved. If you study the book of Daniel, chapter 1, remember Daniel, his, uh, you know, uh, the Bible, he and his three friends, very handsome, very smart, very, very talented, and get picked away and put in Babylon country, different culture, different language, okay? And uh, they changed the name uh, from the name of believing God, changed to the name represent the idol, different uh, God. So you see, he accept the name. He not, ah, you know, I'm a Christian. Don't call me that kind of name, Okay? Immigrant in America, on way some people talk you, call you name. But again, the challenge he have to eat, or they have to eat food of the idols. They call it the king, 
but he knows that violate his belief. With respect, he talked to uh, the leaders. You know, the, let's just say the manager of that process, and come to agreement. Let's try ten days. If it didn't work out, I will eat the food of the king. And you say after ten days, by the obedience, by fully commitments to the Lord, and you see the result coming out real good. And he not violate his faith, but he still please uh, his. Uh, um, supervisor, manager, or the king at that time. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Talking about commitment completely to the Lord, and your body is a temple of God. Take care. That temple of God. Don't put anything bad or any substance in your body because you would destroy or disturb the temple of God. And the Holy Spirit resides in there. Number two, requirement, continual control. The Bible is talking about do not get drunk with the wine. Uh, but let us say, but be filled of the Holy Spirit. You would find out the drunk people. They need to continue to drink, continue to get drunk. So the same token, if you want to be continuously filled of the Holy Spirit, you must allow the Holy Spirit to continue, allow God to control your life, which means God, sometimes you have to pray, God, you have the key of every room, every segment of my heart in my life. You control it all. Turn the key over to him. Okay? Requirement number three, to be filled up the Holy Spirit, you have to consciously claiming, consciously claiming the Holy Spirit. So very much uh, by faith, God control of my life, just like your life. So when God or Lord control of, uh, take control of my life, um, um, you have to allow that happen, consciously claiming. Let me give you an example. When you study in the book of John, John chapter 7, verse 37, Jesus said, Let everyone who thirsty come to me and drink. Suppose you or I walking in the desert, extremely thirsty, and someone, let's just say me, give me a glass of Man is cool, good, purified water. So I said, yes, this water is really good. This is what I need. I'm very, very thirsty, but I'm not drinking it. Many children of God are people, other Christians, I don't know why, by unknown reason, the lack of affirmation, they do not accept the invitation of the Holy Spirit. And remember, by faith, uh, uh, we have affirmed to receive the salvation through 
because you feel of the Holy Spirit, not only in your work life, not only for your worship, not only uh, for the people who work for you, some of you supervisor, or your boss can see how you do things at work, or you go through life, face the challenge with gladness. Okay? Let us stand up so I can pray and bless you. Our Father, we thank you very much because your word keeps reminding us we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I pray that each one in this room who already pray except Jesus Christ as your Lord, your Savior, they make a commitment, fully commitment to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. And by faith, we would, with gladness, with 100% commitment, so we can see the result, the impact in their life, our life, through work, through worship, through married life, uh, through everything, any opportunity or challenge you put in front of us. We love you, and we give all these people to you and the church for guidance, protection, and blessing. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.